At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Write down our toll-free telephone number. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, I'm looking at the Drudge Report. Jerry Springer died. Linda, did I ever tell you the story about the first time I met him? Never did, right? All right, fun story. Get Get the show started today. So he comes on then Hannity and Combs, and I've got a list of every crazy, insane topic that that of shows that he's done in the past and i'm like i think i'm ready to nail him and call him out and say this is garbage and get and you know have a big argument with the guy and so i bring up like the first three topics i'm like this is the type of television you do he, he shakes his head he goes i know you're, I, you're right it's, it's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed by my own show. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I'm, he said it seriously. He said he was ser- as a heart attack. He was a conservative or a liberal. I don't know. No, he was a liberal. You might remember he was the former mayor of Cincinnati. No, I don't remember. Sean Hannity, you're a great American. God bless you. That's God bless Bill America. Cunningham. <laughs> I want a full report. Well, Cunningham would tell better stories because he knew him a lot better than I did. Um, I ended up liking the guy. He fell on the sword, totally disarmed me. That had never happened to me in my career where I was left kind of speechless. So every time I say, and you brought up this topic, he goes, I know, oh, it, it's so embarrassing. I, you know, I probably couldn't even watch my own show, but it's an entertainment show. People seem to like it, so I keep doing it. And, and it's kind of fun to do. It's crazy, and we have fights. And I'm like, but you did, and he's like, uh-huh, I know, you're right. I agree with everything you're saying. There was nothing left for me to say. Totally disarmed me. That had never happened in a in a debate, at least in my case, before. And uh, I ended up admiring for him for it. He was. He said, "I do a dumb, stupid show for entertainment purposes only, and a lot of people like it, so I keep doing it because I'm having fun doing it. It's not serious. People don't take it seriously." And it's just pure entertainment. And I know it's a little wacky and insane, but, you know, I do it for the money. Then he said that. He goes, I do it for the money. I, I was dying laughing. And very few times do I get stumped like that. I was completely stumped. Uh, but anyway, it was pretty entertaining. God bless his soul. Uh, he passed away today at 79. Uh, I think 79 now is too young. I really do. Like, I think about my parents going at such a young age. My poor mother working herself to death, passing away at 69. My dad was, what, 71, 72, I forget. Uh, it was, what, the 27th anniversary last month of his death. I can't believe he's been gone that long. My advice to you, 
all of you out there that have your parents, do yourself a favor, give them a call, give them some of your time, show them some love. Now, you might say, well, my parents did this or they didn't do that. There's no such thing as perfect parenting. It doesn't exist. And in the case of my parents, for example, they, for the most part, were missing in action, not because they wanted to be missing in action, is because that they, they had to work hard. My father worked two jobs. He was a family court probation officer, but he also waited tables on the weekend. My mom was a prison guard. I mean, she must have done 16-hour shifts, like, for 40 days straight. And when her alarm went off, it was like a, an atomic bomb uh, went off and the entire neighborhood could hear it because it was the only way she can get up after her, you know, 19th day of doing a 16-hour shift in a prison. It's unreal. Um, and I know I stand on their shoulders, and I'm very grateful to them. I wish I knew it then so I would have thanked them more. Um, but I can't go backwards. I know they're in heaven. Uh, and when I get there, they're definitely going to have the bigger mansion than mine because uh, they deserve it way more than I would. It says, let not your heart be troubled. In my father's house, there are many mansions, and I go to prepare a place for you. So that's where that comes from. Uh, anyway, to uh, work we go. Um, you know, I was thinking about this today. I had a couple of conversations today with people that I had not spoken to in a long time and very, very, very bright people, great innovators, people that have a perspective on life that when they talk, I really want to hear what they have to say. And one of the things that we were talking about in both cases was the state of the country and what needs to happen. I don't think anybody thinks that we're in, going in the right direction. Every poll shows we're going in the wrong direction. And that kind of jump-started another conversation, and that is about the partisanship and the divide that is in the country. I mean, how do you reconcile some of these issues? I don't have the answer to it. How do you reconcile uh, people that believe in law and order and safety and security as a prerequisite towards the pursuit of happiness with those people that want to defund, dismantle police departments and want no bail laws even for violent felons. How, well, you know, tell me where the middle ground is there. There is no middle ground there. You know, how do you, how do you reconcile the issue of open borders versus, you know, vetting people coming into our country and doing it legally? Those people on the left that want open borders, how do you convince them that it's, it's smart to do so because it's good for national security. We don't want people that have horrible intentions and would cause harm to the American people ever getting across the border because it's wide open. At the end of year three of Joe Biden's presidency, we expect seven and a half million illegal immigrants will have entered this country. And along with that, all the fentanyl, all the human trafficking uh, on top of all that, then you've got the opioid trafficking, the heroin trafficking. How do you reconcile these issues? How do you reconcile the climate alarmist religious cult with those of us that do not think the technology exists because it doesn't? Any new green technology, it does not exist that we can replace the lifeblood of the world's economy. So I think we should be energy independent. I give good reasons for my belief. It's good for national security. It creates high-paying career jobs in the energy sector. Uh, it also creates 
uh, we could be energy dominant and help our Western European allies that stupidly relied on Vladimir Putin for the lifeblood of their economies. And he turned off the spigot and we could become an energy rich nation. And that would help, you know, alleviate our deficit and our debt problem. I mean, we can't keep robbing our kids and our grandkids of their future. And that's exactly what we're doing. If we became energy rich, we could pay down that debt and and get our, our budget in balance. And that would be so great for the country. But we don't do it. How do you reconcile those of us that want to do that versus those that don't want to drill? They don't want fracking. They don't want coal. They don't want anything. And they don't have a realistic alternative. In other words, if you can get me cheap, clean energy and we have an abundance of it, I'm fine with getting off of fossil fuels. No problem. Go get it. But we don't have it right now. You know, I look at Joe Biden and, you know, now gas prices are going to be heading up to four or five dollars a gallon again. You know, once the Saudis aligned with the communist Chinese and China was brokering this deal with the Saudis and Iran and now the Saudis and Syria, what's the first thing they did? They got OPEC to reduce the production of oil and drop it by 1.3 million barrels a day. Now, you add that to the fact that we as a a country have cut back so much, we have artificially reduced the world supply. Now they're reducing the world supply even further. That's only going to raise prices on every American. And if we keep these same energy prices, uh, uh, policies, we're going to go bankrupt at some point. It's not fun. But, you know, how do you reconcile it? How do you reconcile uh, teachers that actually think that they have the moral authority to tell your kids, teach your children values that you disagree with. You know, some, some parents still believe in a, 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 somebody called God, a creator, and they want to instill their values in their children. Now, schools already fail on reading, writing, math, science, you know, history, and computers. Now, if they want to do opt-in classes after school on gender identity or sex ed or CRT, that's fine. Give the parents the curriculum, but don't take away valuable education time to enforce an agenda that contradicts the values of the parents that are sending their kids to school. How do you reconcile it? You know, look at all this. Record high gas prices, this insanity of defund, dismantle the police, no bail laws, this insanity of uh, investigating parents like Linda at school board meetings as domestic terrorists. And, and Linda can get pretty loud at those meetings. They know her by name. When she walks in, they're like, oh, no, here, here she comes again. Is that true or not? You know it's true. I'm proud of it. I'm, I'm proud of it. I'm, I'm on sure that. Li- I'm at the top of that list. I will scream to the hilltops for my children. All right. But you know what? Schools ought not be indoctrinating or instilling their values in our children. That's the role of mommy and daddy. You know, all this money that they're handing over to Ukraine, and they're not demanding that Western Europe do step up and do their fair share. Why isn't every Western European country required to help Ukraine as a percentage of their GDP? And unless they're willing to do that, it's their continent. It's not our continent. Unless they're willing to do that and Joe Biden is willing to take off the handcuffs and let Zelensky try to win the war, and that would mean allowing Poland to give MiGs to 
Zelensky in Ukraine, there's no point fighting a war if you're not fighting it to win the war. But that's where we are. You know, we now have another recession. Every single solitary economist that that speaks out on the economy, they're all saying the same thing. You, they're all expecting a recession by the end of the year. We already had one under Joe Biden, technically, uh, two quarters in a row of negative growth. You know, we got violent crime everywhere. We've got high taxes. Joe Biden says he's not going to raise taxes on people that make under $400,000. He does it. Nobody calls him out on it. I mean, when George H.W. Uh, Bush said, read my lips, no new taxes, and he went back on his promise, he was excoriated for it. Well, Joe Biden raised taxes on every American. First of all, the Biden inflation tax, that is added up to about $10,000 per household. You have 70% of the country now living paycheck to paycheck, but more like 60, more like two thirds of the country. Um, you have people now that are in dire straits. Nobody's able to save money. You have other people cashing in their pensions just for bare necessities. Other people using credit cards just to put food on the table. I mean, these are really hard times. I haven't even mentioned the foreign policy disaster. Later on, we'll have Mike Pompeo on. We'll talk to him about it. This new axis of evil is real with China, Russia, Iran. You know, that new coalition pulling away some of our allies like Saudi Arabia, the UAE, even Egypt now is aligning with Putin and Russia. That's not good. Supply chain shortages, you know, empty store shelves, baby formula uh, outages and shortages, you know, fentanyl deaths going through the roof. I mean, when does it all end? Where does it all end? You know, I, I don't think this is Republican or Democrat either. I think this is about simple, basic, fundamental, common sense. What policies will work best for the country? What will turn our economy around? What will prevent the aggressive actions of our geopolitical foes? What will stop their territorial ambitions? The only thing I can think of is strength, and that's military strength, and not a woke military that wants electric tanks, which is now what they're talking about. Energy Secretary Granholm is talking about. That's not going to work. By the way, the biggest story of the day yesterday and today is Biden caught with those crib notes detailing uh, reporters' questions, who to call on, and what the question is before the person stands up and asks the question. That would be collusion. And their name phonetically. Oh, yeah, and their name. Well, I need that one. It's in a teleprompter. <laughs> to be honest, I'm going to be blunt here. Anyway, we got a lot to talk about today. Mike Pompeo will check in. Now, we are hearing from mainstream media sources that it is very likely that any day now, it may take a while, but any day from here on in, that Hunter Biden is going to be indicted and arrested. Uh, I view this as low-hanging fruit. I'm not going to allow it to distract me from the real scandal. And that is what James Comer and Jim Jordan are looking into. And we'll get into a deep explanation later in the program with John Solomon and Greg Jarrett. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Summer's here. All right, do you have your hammock in your backyard? Check. Do you have your uh, Arizona iced tea, Arnold Palmer? Such a great drink. Check. Do you have your motorized solar shades? Uh, I hope so. Anyway, get a get your home and patio spring ready. Brand new custom window treatments. Our friends at blinds.com. Uh, they have the easiest way to upgrade your home with window treatments. And guess what? You can sleep in the hammock. 
with your Arnold Palmer if you want while they're doing all the work. Blinds.com will handle all the installation. Just click installation at checkout. And no matter how many you order, installation is always one low cost. If you need help choosing, they have professional design consultants that are available 24-7. Now, 25 million windows covered. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Blinds.com, they make it so simple, so easy. No guesswork, no hassle, no multiple trips to stores. And that's why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. They have over 40,000 five-star reviews. I can't even get that. Anyway, save 45% off selected products right now. Go to Blinds.com, save money. Blinds.com, 45% off. Tell them your friend Sean Hannity sent you.